We're going to start at Udumaisif and Michal HaKadosh, but let's just take a step back. The Mishnah, we're going off of the Mishnah at the end of Chesim and Beis. Well, the Mishnah at the beginning of the Masechta said that Echad B'Tishrei is Rosh Hashanah L'Yoyvles. And the Gemara asked, well, how could it be Rosh Hashanah L'Yoyvles? Uh, Yoyvles starts, Taviru Shefer B'Chol Artsachem, when Bezdin blows the Shefer on Yom Kippur. So how could you say that Rosh Hashanah is Echad um, is, is, how could you say that Rosh Hashanah is the Rosh Hashanah for Yoivlois if it doesn't in fact occur until Yom Kippur? So the Gemara answer is that the, that's, because that's Machagis Tanayim. Rabbi Shmuel Ben Rabbi Yechon Ben holds that Yoivlois starts at Rosh Hashanah. So now the Gemara brought in a brisa, and what we basically said was that this concept of the, the way Rabbi Shmuel, the mechanism that he's using to extend Yoivlois back because really it does say, the, the Pasuk says, um, that there is definitely a concept that Yoival, and like we explained, that for the first 10 days, it's kind of this quasi in between. The Avadim, they're not allowed to go home, they're not free, but they don't have, the Avadim can't force them to work. So that, that fits into the category, but we know there's a concept of Masif and Mechol Kaidish. Right, that we add on to a Yom Kodesh, and we're going to discuss that today. So the first 10 days, essentially, from Rosh Hashanah to Yom Kippur, because the real Yoival starts at Yom Kippur, but Yoival is considered, Rosh Hashanah is considered Rosh Hashanah for Yoival, so that those 10 days are have a din of uh, Tosefes Yoival, essentially. Adding on to Yoival, and the Gemara discuss, well, if there's Tosefes Yoival at the beginning, maybe there's Tosefes Yoival at the end also, and then um, we slugged it up. We said, Yoival, he tells me that it's an exclusion, that there's only Tosefes on one side according to that shita. That's the first 10 days. So now we're starting the fourth line. So now we're, we're trying to understand where does this concept of Tosefes Yoival come from? Where do we learn it from a Pasuk? So the Mosifin Mechol HaKadosh Minalan. How do we know that we're going to add on, we're going to extend the Yom Kodesh, like we said, back, not that Yoival is essentially will start to become Kodesh from Rosh Hashanah. So, Minolan, the Tanya, we learned in a Brisa. So now the Pasuk says, Becharish uva katzer tishbois. Now this Pasuk is, the Pasuk says, Sheshes yamim tabayit uva yoyim hashvi tishbois, Becharish uva katzer tishbois. Okay, so this Pasuk is talking about Shabbos. Really, it's really talking about Shabbos. Sheshes yamim tabayit, yoyim hashvi tishbois. However, and the way Rashi explains it, that it's a little strange, because on Shabbos we know that there are 39 malachas. So why would the Pasuk, when it wants to tell me that certain malachas are aser, tell me only charish and katsir. Charish is plowing, katsir is cutting. It doesn't make any sense. Elamai must be that the Pasuk can't be referring to Shabbos. It must be referring to something else, even though it's listed by Shabbos, because Shabbos is 39 malachas, so why would you only list two? So that's, that's one way, and therefore it must be that it's referring to Shemitah. And the, and, and the Ramah and Pirsha Mishnayis speaks this out just a little bit more. He says, same type of idea, but Charish and Katsir, Charish is the very first process, Katsir is the very end process. The final process, you cut the grain. Now, there's not really any other place where we'd have to apply Harisha and Katsira to referring to one item. Meaning, when we talk about Shemitah, so I can say like this, and we know that the Din is, and when we talk about Shemitah, so we pull that really, even though, um, even though Rosh Hashanah is, is, is when Shemitah starts, however, we say for 30 days before, you're not allowed to uh, you're not allowed to plant. If it's a tree, you're not allowed to plant way further back. And then again, in the eighth year, after Shemitah's over, we say that you're not allowed to cut stuff even in the eighth year if it grew a third in the seventh year. So we see that Kharish and Katsir 
right? The, the extension essentially serve as extensions for Shemitah. So it must be, says the Ramam, that this Pasuk is talking about Shemitah. So we can apply, even though it's listed by Shabbos, we can apply it to Shemitah. Rabbi Kiva, Eimer. So he says, okay, like this. Now, even if I apply it to Shemitah, I still don't need this Pasuk. I don't need this Pasuk. The Pasuk already said, We know you're not going to work your field. So why would I need another Pasuk? Yes, it's by Shabbos. Applied to Shemitah to tell me that I'm not allowed to do Harisha or Ketzirah. I'm not allowed to work my fields at all. So what's the Chiddush? So it must be, it's referring to this Tosefa Shviyas like we spoke out. It must be that we're adding on. So that's Harisha, which is for an Elon. You're going to plant, you're going to plant. Okay, the Katsir shall Shviyas Ayatzilam might say Shviyas. And what is the Katsir? That is, like, we dis- like the Gemara is going to discuss later, that any Tvua that's Havash Shlish, if it's a third grown, that it's going to be Asr even in the eighth year. So Elamai must be referring to this, this borrowed Pasuk of Shabbos is, bar- is lent to Shemitah. And even then, it's a Reboy, must be coming to tell me that we add on to Shemitah. So now, Rabbi Shmal Aymer, he says, no. He says, sorry, I can't get past the fact that this Pasuk is listed by Shabbos. It's got to be telling you something about Shabbos. Therefore, it's not telling you about Tesef So what is it telling me about Shabbos? Rabbi Shmuel, Eimer, Macharish Rishots, Avkatsir Rishots, that we're, we're, why did we highlight these two things? We're saying that these are generally optional activities. You don't have to plow the fields. If you want to uh, create, uh, to grow produce, so then you have to plow the fields. But you don't, there's no mitzvah to plow a field. So, the, so we're, what we're saying is that this is a rishos, that which sort of charisha and ketsira is going to be usher on Shabbos? Only a one of rishos. Lafuke yatsa ketsir ha'aymer shu mitzvah. That when we talk about the aymer that's brought on the second day of Pesach, that is a ketsir shal mitzvah. That part of the mitzvah is not that just that you bring the carbon of the aymer. That if something was cut erev yantif, you're not allowed to bring that for the aymer. You have to specifically cut. And even if it's Shabbos, you cut. And that's what this Pasuk is coming to tell me. Harisha, the Ketzirah, what we're saying is, grow whatever you need for the Oymer. You're allowed to do that Malacha on Shabbos because the only time we asserted a Malacha on, on Shabbos was if it's a Rishos. But if it's something that's a Chiyav, we're not going to answer it. Okay, so now, if so, if that's what Rabbi Shmuel uses the Pasuk for, Rabbi Shmuel, where does he know the Pasuk from? So he says, Nafkalemi de Tanya. Okay, and this we had this in Yuma, that it says, V'inisem esnaf shoysechem betesha. That one must, you afflict yourself on the ninth day, meaning Erev Yom Kippur. Yachal and Inoi, like the Gemara discussed there, Inoi means that you fast, right? That's what Inoi means. It's the Inoi that we say, the Gemara Darshan said out over there, we have a whole, whole long arichas. So we know that Inoi for Yom Kippur is fasting. So we're, essentially what the Pasuk is saying is fast on the ninth day. Yachal Batisha. okay? So I might think you fast on the ninth day. Tamalim Erev, right? You don't fast on the ninth day. There's an Isser, there's an Isser to eat. The Inoi is on the tenth day. So, I ba'erev yachol mishatach shach. I might think if it's ba'erev, then it'll only be at night. Tamalor betisha. So, why is the Pasuk saying tisha? So, the Mara says, Haketzad maschil umisanem ibodyayim. Okay, that you must start to fast. Why do we say betisha ba'erev as opposed to just saying on the 10th day ba'erev? Tisha ba'erev, we're coming to say add a little bit on. Malamit shemesifim michol akodesh. Okay, now, so we know that you must. Bring Yom, bring Yom Kippur back, just like we discussed for Yevil, you bring Yom Kippur back to Rosh Hashanah. You bring Yom Kippur back a little bit onto the ninth day. Okay, you have to add on to the fast. 
So maybe that's only on the way in. How do we know that when Yom Kippur is over, that you have to extend the fast a little bit? The Pasuk says, Okay, so now find that. Pasuk is by Yom Kippur. So that tells me that there's a din of Tosefes Inui to extend the fasting both on the way into Yom Kippur and on the way out. But how do I know anything else? Shabbos is right. We're trying to, we're trying to figure out Yoival uh, uh, over here. Shabbos is Minayin. How do we know that there's a concept of Mesif and Michol HaKadosh for Shabbos? Talmud Lomer, Tishbisu. Yomim Toivim Minayalon. Talmud Lomer, Shabbatchem. Ha, Ketzad. What do we see from here? We could put it all together. That Kol Makam Sheyes Boi Shvus. Mesif and Michol HaKadosh. Whenever there's a concept of Shvus, and we know that by Shemitah, there's Shvisas Ha'aretz. So whenever there's a concept of Shvus, so then we're going to automatically say anytime the shvus, you got to extend it. And that's how we know that you have to extend, um, that there's, there's a concept of, of tosefes, of adding on to yoyvo. Okay, so now the Gemara wants to understand, what's he going to do with this limud? In other words, this limud of is essentially extra. So what's he going to do with it? Famous din. It says, that you should afflict yourself on the ninth day, meaning fast on the ninth day. You don't fast on the ninth day. Why are we saying fast on the ninth day? Now again, he doesn't learn Tosefes from there. So he's saying, what's going on? Why are you fasting on the ninth day if the dinner of fasting is on Yom Kippur? Rather to tell you, anybody who eats and drinks on the ninth day, that you get the you get the benefit. It's like we consider it like you fasted on either the ninth day or the tenth day. Now, there's just some interesting stuff I wanted to just speak out here, just for a minute, not for too long. Um, is a, a, a famous uh, Shiloh that's asked. We want to know. We want to know. We want to know. Is is it considered a mitzvah shazman grama? According to this man, we learn now from a pasuk. So it's a dindal rice. So it's a dindal rice. It's a mitzvah shazman grama, and then a woman wouldn't be chayiv in it. Or do we say? Right? How do we view, or do we say that, no, it's just a separate drush. It's just, we learned something out of the Pasuk, and it's a Dindu Rabbanu, it's a Dindu Rabbanu, and then maybe it would apply to women as well. So, if, it, and I saw this uh, back in Yuma, but it was very, very interesting. This concept, so we all know there's a concept to eat, right, on the ninth day. You get mitzvah, like the, like the Mara is saying, it's ki'ilu, misana, tishi, v'asiri. There's really two categories. There's a lot of different shitas as far as the why. Why are we, why, are, why is there a spe- specific mitzvah to eat on the ninth? There's two categories of the why. One category is some sort of preparation for fasting, right? Either you're making sure that you have the strength to fast or, or it's the flip side. Since you have the enoi, so now we say eat, right? That's the flip side, so that completes the picture. Or, um, or it's, I saw an issue, the Chassam Seifer says that, that a person, um, since a person for tshuva, like the Raman says tshuva, it has to be isoparic isisman. You have to be in the same situation. Well, if you're starving, right, you're gonna be more reflective. So we want you to go into Yom Kippur being fat, eating, so that you're in that same, you know, that feeling fat mode, you know, where you, where you do a person does a various, where you feel like, yeah, okay, that's, so we want you to go in with that mindset. But either way, that's all within the same school of thought that the idea of eating on the ninth day is to prepare for the fast. There's a whole nother school of thought, which is that it's, it's not. It's really either because it's, it's a concept of simcha, it's a, it's, a, it's a suda simcha, that we eat on the ninth day, it's a suda simcha, either because it's a simcha of kapara, Right, that's why we. That's why we have a sudan. There's an Indian to have a sudan. I think not just to eat, because either it's a suda of kapara that we're misameach in advance, knowing that we're going to get the kapara, or that it's really that that it has. Yom Kippur is a yantif. 
So we have to have a Sudas Yantav. Now you're obviously not eating on Yom Kippur. So the din of eating on Tess is essentially a Sudas Yantav. So now, if it's a Tzarech of the fast, so there's more reason to say, just like women are Chayev to fast, then they would have those other dinim, then it would apply to women as well. If it's not a tzarech of the fast, so then you would say maybe that if it's a din of simchas yantif, then women aren't necessarily um, going to be chayiv in that. Um, okay, and also, also nafgamina, if somebody couldn't fast, right, since we're saying it's whoever ate on the ninth, it's like you fasted, let's say somebody for whatever reason couldn't fast on the tenth, would they now have a mitzvah on the ninth day? Again, it would depend. If it's a din of simchas yantif, so then yeah, they would say a din of simchas yantif, they have to fast just like any. Any yantif, they have to eat a suda. But if it's a din of preparing for the fast, since they're not fasting, so then maybe they wouldn't get the schar of the mitzvah for that. Now, which is interesting, if you look at the Lashon, what does it say? It says, uh, kol, kol Now, that's a very interesting Lashon. They should have just said, What do you mean? On the 10th day, is because I'm fasting. So the, I saw it brought down in the Achorinim that they say that, no, you actually get triple schar. You get double schar, Okay, that the tishi, you get double schar for, as if you fasted two days, and then you get the schar for fasting on your gibber. Or, so another way of saying it, that, that, that what he's trying to say is that since you ate on tishi, we consider it like you fasted two days, so now the second day is a lot more difficult. So you actually get double schar for that yom asiri, and that's why it says a lashon of kilo asana tishi asiri. Okay, either way, we'll move on to the um, next sugi over here. The next sugi is talking about what triggers yevel. Okay, what is, so we know, we, the, Pasuk, the Pasuk says, it says, So that's number one, Shefer, okay? Sound the Shefer. Says the Pasuk, this is one that helps me so there's four things I want to highlight in, the, in those Pesukim. Number one, it said, Taviru Shoifar. Okay, so we're going to discuss, is Shoifar a trigger? Then it says, Ukrasem Durar. The Pasuk says that we free the slaves. Okay, that could be a trigger. Then the Pasuk says, Yoivel He. He is usually a limiter. So we have to limit something. And then what does it say after that? Vishavtem Ishal Toshuvu. And that is the concept of we know that the uh, that that hashmatas uh, karka that that the karka goes back. It's sold only till yovel. It goes back to the previous owners at yovel, depending on what type of karka it is, depending on what type of field, etc. Okay, so now we're going to have three sheets over here. Tanur Yovel he, like we said in the pasuk, there's a he, there's a limiter. So what are we limiting? What are we saying is not a trigger for yovel? Afal pishalei shamtu, afal pishalei taku. So it will be Yoivel even if you didn't, um, if you didn't, uh, if you didn't, uh, the, the land didn't go back, okay? Even if you didn't blow the Shefer. I might think that even if you don't send the Avadim, he, no, that one you need, okay? So he is coming to tell me, he, that what is the one you absolutely need? What is the key trigger? That it's going to be Yevel if you don't do Ashmatas Karkas. It's going to be Yevel if you don't blow the Shefer. Besson doesn't blow the Shefer. But if you don't send the Avadim out, it's not Yevel. It doesn't start. Rabbi Yaisi Yoimer, Yevel he, Afapishalei Shamtu, Afapishalei Shalchu. So he says, so they both agree when it comes to Ashmatas Karkas that the Karka goes back to its, its previous owner. That's not going to be Ma'akev Yevel. But it's Afapishalei Shalchu, even if you don't send the Avadim. Yachal Afapishalei Taku. So again, you might think that it won't, it, it will still be Yoivel even if you don't blow the Shefer. Tamalimar, he, no, that's limiting. No, that one has to happen. So really, I'll, I'll correct myself. When we say Yoivel, he, what we're saying is that's the Ikka one. That's the one you need. 
ultimately. That's the, what's the one that's going to trigger Yoyim? Okay, so that's a machlekes there. So now, So one pasuk is marbe and one pasuk is mamayit, right? We, we list all the things, so we bring marbe them, and now we have one thing that's mamayit, Yoyim he saying, no, there's, there's really, it, it is still a limiter. What we're saying is the pasuk lists three things. So if I wouldn't have a, a he, I would assume that I need all three. Right, I wouldn't, we need all three, otherwise the evil wouldn't occur. So he tells me that no, you only need one. Which one? Again, Rabbi Yehuda holds you need, you need, uh, you have to draw, you have to send that other out. And Rabbi Yehuda holds that you need the shayfer. So that's there. If you don't send out slaves, there's no yayel. There? So if there's no send out slaves, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna discuss this in a second, but yeah, that's what he, that's what he wants to say. If you don't send out the slaves, there's no yayel. Okay, so. So we want to know, again, this is the Manda Amar who says, this is uh, Rabbi Yossi, who holds that what is the trigger, what's the key, what do you have to have? Blowing of the shaifer. So so we see it's not going to be Yoyvel unless you blow. Lefisha Efsher, why? So he's trying to understand why. Tell me why you say that the shaifer has to be blown, but the Avadim, you don't have to set them free in order for Yoyvel to occur. So he says, Because it's possible, okay, now Rashi over here says, Maybe there are no Evid Ivries. There just were none. It was a slow year for Evid Ivries. There were none to set free. Slow year, slow 50 years for Evid Ivries, right? right? So there was a slow year. There was nobody to send free. It's possible that there would be no slaves, right? Slavery is ended or slavery ends, right? So it's possible. Um, despite what some in the media would have you believe, slavery is probably ended, certainly in this country. The Efsher Lo'elam Schaefer. Okay, but however, it's not possible that we're not going to find the shayfer in the world. So therefore, if we have to pick one to say you must have this one, let's pick the one we know will always will always be around. There'll always be a shayfer in the world. Davar acher, or you could say another reason. Zoom misurah lebezdin vizuayin misurah lebezdin. That crossing darar, freeing the the slaves, is not bezdin. Each individual person has to free his slaves. Okay, and therefore Rashi says. Now here's where he kind of switches a little. He says, okay. Now what could happen? All the slave owners can get together and decide, you know what? We're not doing it. We're just not going to do it. And then what? They'll, the slave owners will essentially prevent Yoyvel from occurring. So we can't have a situation where we're leaving it up to individuals. They can, get, they can unionize and they can decide we're not sending slaves out this time. And then you're not going to have Yoyvel. So we'd rather put Schaefer, that's on Bezdin. We know Bezdin's going to do their job. So therefore, we'll say that if I have to pick one, I'll say let Schaefer be the one that is the ultimate trigger for Yoyvel that causes Yoyvel to occur. And it's the only one that if you don't do, would hold Yoyvel back from not occurring. My Dover Acher. Why do we need another reason? We already said one reason. So You're not going to find, it's really not realistic that you're not going to find, that no one's going to send. Somebody will send their Ebed out. Okay, still, I like this one better because it's Masur Lebezdin, okay? And that is, that is as far as Rav Yesi, as far as why we say the Yoyvel He, which says, which one of the three, between Hashmatas Karkais, Shiluach Avadim, and Shefer, which one of the three do I absolutely need? And to have Yoyvel, it's got to be Shefer. Now, Bishlam and the Rav Yesi, like we just explained, okay? He likes Shefer better. El Rav Yehuda, my Taima, so Rabbi Yehuda, I don't understand. Why did he say that sending out the slaves is the one? That's what you need in order for Yehuda to occur. That's the trigger. So the, he says, because my time, Amar Kral, the Pasuk says, again, what did it say? 
Let's just go through. Tabiru Shafer Bechol Arzachem. Bekidah Shem Eshnasach Yishem Ukrasem Durar Yoibel He Vishavtem Ashmatas Karka. So what's the order? It's Shafer Avadim. Then we have our Yoibel He. And then we have the Shaftim Ishal Chuzasai. Then we have the Ashmatas Karka. So he says he holds Krasim Durar Arz Vekasavar Midrash Lefanov Olelefnei Farav. So we're only, when we said Yoival, it's only going to go back on the one immediately previous. What was right before it? That was, Ukrasim Durar Bechol Aretz, Yoival He. So therefore, what's going to be the trigger for Yoival? It's going to be sending out slaves. Dekuli Alma, Durar Lashen Cheres. Now, okay, good. So that's the Makar. Now, Dekuli Alma, Durar Lashen Cheres. Everybody holds the Durar, Ukrasim Durar. You call out Durar. What does Durar mean? Freedom. You call out freedom and say all the slaves are free. How do we know that drawer is a lashon or free? We learn in Bryce ain't drawer lashon cheres. It means freedom. I'm Rabbi Yehuda Malashon drawer. What is this lashon drawer? So the Gemara says k'medayer be'dayra. It means you can live wherever you want. Mishu Rashi says lagor b'chol malayin shiyerta. Can live wherever you want. Nobody's telling you where you have to be. Umayvul scharav b'chamedina and free movement of goods. You can bring your stuff. Right? There's no restrictions on where you're allowed to bring your stuff. You're schayret to sell. You can do whatever you want. So we see it's a lashon of freedom. Okay. So now we said, again, we had a machlekes between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yesi. What is, we know that there are three dinim in regards to Yoival. One of them must occur. That's what we learned from Yoival. According to Rabbi Yehuda, it is Shiluah Chavada must occur. And according to Rabbi Yesi, it's Shoifer. All three are ma'akeh by Kasavri, why? Why? What's their what's their havamina? Kasavri, right? What's the reason? Mikra nidrash lifanov, vilif lefanov, vilacharov. So basically, you can darshan everything. So again, lifnefanov is shayfar, lifanov is evet, and laacharov is achuza. So we see you need all three. That's what Rabbanon hold. Frakti Gemara v'hoksiv yoivel says yoivel he. So what is that coming to tell me? So we say even though normally, like we say, yoivel he is a limiter. Here we're saying, that it's even, we're being marbe, that Yoyvel will apply in Chutzlaretz. What do you mean? It says Ba'aretz. In the Pasuk, it says, Ukrasim Durar Ba'aretz. So what are you talking about? How can you tell me it's Chutzlaretz? The Gemara says, no, Ahu Bizman Shinoik Durar Ba'aretz, Noik Bechutzlaretz. Yes, we're being marbe that it applies to Chutzlaretz. When? Only when it starts Ba'aretz. Then it would also extend out to Chutzarts. Now, the Rambam Paskins, um, uh, the Rambam Paskins like the Rabbanon, that you need all three. Okay. What aspect of Yobel is going outside of Eretz Yisrael? Cross and just a cross and drawer, but not the, not the Karka probably not, and Schaefer, um, it's on Besdin, so it doesn't matter. It's a cross and drawer. Yeah. It's a free, freeing, of, freeing of slaves, and that's, that's the, right? Um, and it's on, right? It's in that, it's in that part of the Pasuk. Ukras and Darbar, it's Lyoyvel He, right? So it's right there. But yeah, it's, 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 it's got a, Alpi Pashas, it has to be on the slaves. Other, other, the other things would apply. Okay, so the Ramam's Pasuk like the Rabbanon that you need all three, but he also adds in two additional ones, which we've touched on before, but that you have to Svira, you have to count, and he says also that Kiddush Bezdin. We said Bezdin has to be Mekadesh, uh, the Shanas for Yoyvel. So those are two other aspects that we also need. So he basically says you need all five for Yoyvel. Now, um, just to bring up what you, you asked, what we were asking before, so it's actually, it's a need, and the Aruch Lener says, it was discussed um, that we, the Gemara said that Kiyos are given to Bezin, but in regards to Avadim, right, that everybody can get together. The question is, uh, how many do you need 
Because be, the way Rashi was mashma, everybody can get together and then unionize. They all decide we're not sending out slaves. It's mashma from that lashon that all you need is one person, right? And like, all you need is one person to send their slave away, and that would trigger you. According to the man number that holds that shiluah chavadim is a trigger for yovel, all you need is one person. Across the drawer, it goes on who on on avadim. Because on the owners? Or on the owners. It's the owners. Uh, yeah. Not yeah. Chiz, but it's not different than, than Chatzar. Let's say one person doesn't want to be Right. Uh, but, but it is subject to a machikis. Others say that you need, the Chazar says you need right Yisrael. So, like everything, everything is going to be machikis. Okay, we'll just go in a few more lines just to start the next, the next one, but, uh, and we'll stop before the Tanah Rabbanon. So, the Mishnah said, that Echad B'Tishrei is Rosh Hashanah for plantings, saplings. Minalan, where do we know? So again, now what we're saying, I'm sorry, Linatia really refers to Arla and Neta Ravai. So we know that for the first three years of a, and we're going to discuss this quite extensively for the next couple of bot, but um, that um, <clears throat> for the first three years when you grow uh, a fruit, you grow a tree, so the first three years is going to be Asr. And the fourth year, this is called Neta Ravai, you have to take it up as dinner of like Meister Shani. You take it up to Yushalayim and you eat it in Yushalayim. So that what is considered your years, your years for, and we're going to discuss this again later, but to count, to start to count the one it's going to be Usr for Erla, the year, the count of the year is Tishrei, but then it'll switch to Tubishvat because that's really Rosh Hashanah Le'ilana. So once it has a din of an Elon that you're allowed to eat, so then we'll see that Netra Revai will extend into the fourth year, but it, it, it's a certain, a certain point, just so you're aware, it's going to switch to Tishvat. But for the counting of Erla, you want to know, you plant something a month before it's going to be tissue. It switches to tubishvat. That's what I meant to say. Yes, tubishvat. Okay, um, the wrong word came out. But echavet uh, tishrei starts the iser for iser arla starts at tishrei, and it will eventually transition to tubishvat. So now in the minolan, how do we know that the rosh hashanah for for arla and etzeravai is? How do we know that it's tishrei? Because the Pasuk says, by Arla, it says, for three years it's going to be Asr. Shalashanam Arelim, three years, you can't use it, you can't touch it. It's Asr. Uchsib, what does it say? Uvashana Haravias. On the fourth year, that's Neta Revai. The Aleph Shana Shana Mi Tishrei. Right, we know that when it says Shana, we could say Rashavada Tishrei. The Chsib, the Pasuk says, when it talks about Rosh Hashanah, Mi Hashana, the beginning of the Shana. Okay, at Achris Shana, it says. So we, Alashan of Shana, so we make Xavier Shava Shana Shana. Shana by Arla is Tishrei. Good. Now, Frek the Gemara, I have another Shana by Nisan, like we've had before. Previous, previously, we asked this question. Shana, Shana by Nisan. Why don't we learn it from Nisan? Rishan, Hula, Chem, Lachad, Shea, Shana. I had say Shana by Nisan. So it could also be Nisan that, uh, that, that we can say that Arla is Nisan. The Gemara says, Dunin, because I one has a Shana plain. And one is with Chaydish. So I'm going to learn. I'm not going to learn. Um, I'm not going to learn Arla to Nisan because Nisan has Chadashim. It's tainted, so to speak, with Chadashim. Okay, and therefore I'm not going to learn it to that one. So I usually like to just give a little, little just wrap up, just kind of quickly, like a one minute review of what we just of what we just did. No problem. Okay, so first we were discussing where do we know Masif and Chol HaKadosh? Rabbi Kiva learned that we learned from the Pasuk of Bachar Shabbat We said that it's, yes, it's the Pasuk listed by Shabbos, but it makes more sense, like we explained, makes more sense, or it must be, since this is only limiting um, to, <coughs> that it's talking about Shemitah, and it's extra, so it must be telling me Tesefes, Bachar Shabbat applies to the things that you would add on. You would add on an Isser Harisha before, you'd add on an Isser Kitsira afterwards. Okay, Rabbi Shmuel says, no, it's got to be Shabbos. You, you, can't, you can't apply it to Shemitah, and he learns it instead from Minisem, Esnaf, Shesechem, but Tisha. We said, I, what is the first man that we're going to do with Vinisem? 
we said that Batisha um, uh, to tell me that whoever eats on the ninth, okay, will um, will will ki'ilu hisana tishivasiri, okay. And then we then we basically had what are the triggers for yovel? We had three shitas. Rabbi Yehuda said there's three dinim. Uh, uh, letting that avadim out, Ashmatas karkais and shayfer. Rabbi Yehuda says the ikr that you need is letting the avadim out. Rabbi Yehuda holds the ikr that you need is um, is is blowing the shayfer. And the rabbanon hold you need all three. Okay, and we learned it from according to Rabbi Yehuda. He said um, because it could be you'll never not find the shayfer, but it could be you won't find the avadim. Rabbi Yehuda said mikra nidr shlofanov that it said yoyvel he the one right before it was across the drawer. And the chachamim say it's all mikra nidr shlofanov laacharav. Okay, and therefore it's going to be all of them. And then we just finally ended off with talking about Echad Batishri, Rosh Hashanah, and Atiyah. We learned Gzeri Shava Shana Shana from Rosh Hashanah to, see, to say that Arla, which says Shana, is going to the Rosh Hashanah for Arla, meaning when, the, when is it going to be counted as one of your three years is Tishrei.